Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Well, I don't know about you, but we just got through with the twenty or the twenty twenty three fast, twenty one day fast, and uh, I hope the Lord showed you something out of it. I'm excited about twenty twenty three, and I hope you are. Amen. I hope you have an expectancy in twenty twenty three things that we've only hoped for and prayed about before will become a, a, a commonplace in Living Word Family Church. Do you understand that? Yeah. And, and I've, I did a, a thing here on the podcast the last couple of Wednesdays, and it says, if it is to be, it's up to me. You, you're the one that has to have expectancy because God has provided everything for us. And I think, I, I don't know, you probably know this, but I feel so privileged, so privileged. I've been around people that from other churches, we go to a, a, a prayer meeting at Wednesday on over in Danville, and there's a couple that come out of a denominational church, and I'm not saying anything against denominational churches, but I, I feel they are getting on fire, but they have, they're like pulling teeth with this congregation they're in over healing and over, you know, over the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and I'm thinking, we could have been there, could have still been there, and I'm thinking, how blessed we are to hear the truth. Now, it isn't, you know, it isn't like we got it all and it's, we're, we got a corner on everything, but the truth of the matter is what we do have is scriptural and it's, it's, it gives you the power to do what God said to do. What Jesus said to do, we're to do the works that he said he did, right? We can't do them without the power of the Holy Ghost and if you don't believe something, you can't have it. Amen? Amen. So I'm believing in 2023 that it's going to be a great year of increase in every one of our lives. It's going to be an increase of signs and wonders and miracles. Miracles. Let 2023 be a year of miracles. We got people in this church that need miracles. I'm not talking about just a healing of a cold, which is, that's already been provided for. But I'm talking about flat-out miracles. And expectancy is the breeding ground of miracles. Are you expecting things to come about, or are you just resigning yourself to say, oh, I guess that's just the way it'll be. We should never give up on that. We should never quit on that. We pray about this in our prayer meetings all the time. Let it be the year of revival in our own hearts. So tonight, the message I'm going to speak on is one I've spoke on many times before. I make no apologies for it. It's called running your life wide open, running with passion. If you have no passion, you're not going to be able to do anything. Amen? Now, passion, uh, the, the scripture we'll look at first here, and you can be looking it up as Colossians 3, 23 and 4. Passion is about a basic mindset and a heart attitude for embracing life positively, energetically, and full bore. In other words, we're not put here just to, to go around once in life and say, okay, I go to church now. Someday when I die, I'll go to heaven. We're here for a purpose. We're here for a purpose. You know, it, it, it's so important that we have a, a passion and have a fire <laughs> in our belly, so to speak. Uh, pa- passion is that zeal, that fire, that excitement and intensity that one feels on the inside towards things that are important to them. Is Jesus important? Is the power of the Holy Ghost important? Passion stirs us to action. 
Passion is powerful. Here's what Jesus said in, in John 2.15. It says this. Jesus cleansed the temple. He drove out the animals and the money changers and overturned their tables because they made the house of, of God as a den of thieves. And then his disciples remembered the verse. Zeal for your house has eaten me up. Zeal for your house has eaten me up. Jesus was consumed with passion for the Sadducees of the house of God that had become, he became violent. You don't see him doing that with the other sinners, the sinners. He did it with the religious people. You know who wants to steal your joy? You know who wants to steal the, the word out of your heart? It's, a lot of times it's religious people. It's religious people. This one lady told us today, and I'll just tell it because they'll never find out. But they were, they were believing, well, the lady will find out because she, she, they've been trying to get a breakthrough in their church about healing. But their church doesn't believe it. It's it, they're in a church that says, if it be thy will, if it be thy will. And they're trying to show these people it is God's will. Well, they had a, <laughs> one of the pastors over there, Doug Knapp, he, he prophesied a few weeks ago that there, they would be sitting at a round, this probably about a month ago, a round table, and there would be people around, and they would be telling them about healing. That happened just, just this past week. And they had one of the youth pastors there, or, and, and uh, he wasn't too hip on what was being said, but there were quite a few people being interested. So when he, now listen, listen, this, this blows your mind because he said when they, he began to pray after they had talked about what God's will to heal and showed him scripture, they didn't, they didn't just say it's our opinion. They said, here's the word, you know. You know, he began to pray. I don't agree with these two people, what they're saying about healing. And his father has been sick. So he says, I think it would be, uh, it would be a blessing just to see him go, go on. <laughs> see what that is? Listen, don't be prideful, my friends. Don't think your opinion is, is greater than the Word of God. Know the Word of God. That's why I think we're so blessed. But if you want to have increase in your life, you're going to have to do something. You're going to have to press forward. Now, uh, uh, let's go to that Colossians 3.23, which is really the uh, passion principle to me. It says down here, he's talking about the, the Christian home and so forth and about uh, instructions. And then he says, whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. Do it heartily. Do it with passion. Serve God with passion. Not just, well, I, I have to do this or I have to. No, I get to do this. The one that saved me, the one that delivered me, when I was on my way to hell, he interrupted me and said, no, I, I'm not, no you're not going to go there. Why would you not serve him? You go back up to verse 17. Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Whatever you do. Now, Running with passion. How many of you saw the chariots of fire, chariots of fire years ago? I've, I've talked about this before, but Eric Little, or some call him Lytle, but Eric Little was a missionary to China. But first of all, he was a, a runner in the 24 Olympics. Is that right, Pastor Scott? 24, wasn't it? Yeah. And he, his, his best race, he wouldn't even run because he wouldn't run it on Sunday. 
And he told his sister, his sister kind of, there were some people in his denomination saying, you know, why are you doing this? And he said, God has made me for China, but he's also made me fast. And, and it gives me pleasure when I run for him. Yeah, it gives God pleasure when I run. Amen. Amen. Isn't that good? Yeah. Purpose. Passion. He was passionate about running. But he ran a different race, which he wasn't normally running, and he won. The day before, I think it was on a Saturday. Or I think it was. Don't you know you do the other thing about it? You never forget. <laughs> but that's the principle. Whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord. How many of you know that takes the burden off of you when you do it as unto him? When you try to do things by yourself, it doesn't work out most of the time. But when we do it as unto him, Lord, I'm doing this because this is what you've told me to do. I want to run with passion. I want to, I want to run everything I do. I want to be able to do it passionately. I don't want to grow, uh, go through my life and, 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 and just kind of work my way until I barely jump into the kingdom, or I mean into eternity with you. I want to know you run your race with passion. Amen? Amen. So whatever, whatever is whatever, giving everything your all. Well, one thing would be uh, includes anything you must do. <laughs> How about going to work? Duties and responsibilities. Do you go to work with, oh, I have to go to work? Or do you go, I'm doing this as unto you, Lord. I'm doing this as unto you. How about being a citizen? How about doing what you're supposed to do as a citizen? Amen? Or a spouse or an employer or a parent or an employee or a child? Do you run it passionately? Do you have a passion for it? Whatever includes anything you choose to do. How many of you know there's things we choose to do? You know, do you do it with zeal and zesto? Amen? Or are you just kind of going through? Did I say that right, Aaron? Aaron's back there smiling, so I must have said something wrong. Amen? Hey, listen, give me a break. I haven't done this in a while, except on, I'm doing it with no, no audience except Ashley and Matt, so on Wednesday night. <laughs> Whatever includes anything you're gifted to do. Eric Little was made for China, but he was also made fast. Amen? Made for running. Amen. Whatever includes anything we're commanded to do by God. Now, this is a biggie here right now, right to here. One of the biggest ones, if you'll turn to Matthew 22, you know these scriptures. I'm not giving you anything new tonight. I'm just giving you reminders of what, how we're supposed to run our race. Matthew 22 says this. They asked Jesus this question. Teacher, what is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your what? Say that. With all your what? Heart, right? And all your soul and all your mind. Now, you can say you do that, but here's the other two. Others but just like it. It says this is the first and great commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these, the two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. He's saying, love God, love people, love yourself. Well, I don't, I don't feel good about myself. Well, you, start, you ought to start talking to yourself. And if God loves me, I should love myself. I don't always love what I do. He doesn't always love what I do, but he loves me unconditionally. Amen? 
So you start telling yourself. And you can't love your neighbor until you love yourself. Truly. Why do we have all this crazy society we live in and, and the unrest and the violence and all the stuff? It's because people don't love themselves. They don't know the truth that God loves them so much. If they did, they could start loving people, even the unlovable. That's what we're supposed to do, isn't it? Scripture says, love your what? Enemies and pray for those that spitefully use you and persecute you. Amen? So we can do that. We don't have to like everything people do. We obviously, Jesus didn't like everything people did, but he loved them. He loved them so much he gave his very own life for them. So that you run with passion if you have a fire burning and you can begin to do that. How about Matthew 28, uh, verse 18 and 20 and, and Mark 16, the Great Commission. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Lay hands on the sick. Cast out devils. Well, that was for those disciples and that's for Pastor Scott. No, that's for each one of us. That's for each one of us. What, whatever includes anything you're called to do by God. You know, everybody has a call. Do you know that? Called to do something. Not just called to show up once in a while. And, I'm not, and this, is a, this is a group that shows up, so I'm not saying anything against you. But we're not just to do that. We're to show up so we can fill up and go out and do something. Amen? Whatever includes fulfilling your purpose. You know, each, per, each person has a purpose in life. You know, and we have to look for that purpose and find the purpose, but we only find it in the Word of God. We're formed for the family of God. Intimate fellowship with the local believers. You know this scripture, Hebrews 10, 24, and 5, right? For, you know, don't, uh, got it up there tonight? <laughs> there you go. Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works for not forsaking the assembling together of ourselves, together as the manner of some, but exhorting one another. Amen? We're to come here stirring one another up, encouraging one another, helping one another. When people aren't going through, having a hard time, it may not just be Pastor Scott or myself or somebody else. It might be somebody out in the lobby that says, hey, you know, I'm, can I pray for you? Can I, can I help you? Can I talk to you? Can I encourage you? You do it passionately. And everybody can do that and should do that. We're commanded to do that. But don't forsake the assembling together of ourselves as such as the day draws near of his return. Wouldn't you like to be found in church when he comes back? <laughs> I won't talk about where you might be. <laughs> We're created to be like Christ, amen? Created, growing stronger, maturing as we go along. Shaped for serving God, gift Gifted and commissioned by God for a specific ministry. You know, we're all called to the ministry of reconciliation. God was reconciling the world through Christ. Now it's our, he's given us that commandment. That's over in 2 Corinthians 5.19. And Eric Little says we're all missionaries. Wherever we go, we either bring people nearer to Christ or we repel them from Christ. I could almost read that one again. He said, we are all missionaries. Well, I don't go to Africa. No, but you got a neighbor. You got an employ a, a, a place of business you go to, your job, wherever. He says, wherever we go, we either bring people nearer to Christ or we repel them from Christ. It's a heavy statement, isn't it? 
You have to ask yourself once in a while, Lord, am I, am I pushing people away by what I do and what I say and how I act, or am I bringing people closer to God because of what I do and how I act? Amen? Amen. Without purpose fueled by passion, nothing in life really, really matters. There again, and, and at uh, Colossians 3, 23 and 24, in another in NIV, it says, heartily or passionately, work at it with all your heart. Put your heart into it. Amen? Amen. There was a, a, a great missionary named William Carey. I don't know if you ever read about William Carey in the 1700s. At 18, he, encountered, he had an encounter with God, and he loved books. He had a little shoe shop, and he was, had read the Bible, loved the Bible, but he was called uh, to India. And at age 32, when he went to India, he taught and preached and taught himself Greek, Hebrew, Latin, Italian, Dutch, and French. Why? Because he had a purpose. He, uh, burdened by the flight of the lost, Carrie sobbed to God, Here am I, send me. He was a linguist. It says uh, a major role in translating the Bible into 40 languages. Now here's what he says at, at the end of that time. You would think, well, look what I've done. Look what I've done. I heard Keith Moore say this, and I'll just say it real quick because we'll be out of here in another 15 minutes. I'm on the clock. <laughs> and somebody said earlier that they'd be. <laughs> but you, re you probably remember this, Pam, but I've heard this. Uh, there was a man one time that had a very, uh, get, was gifted to, uh, as an evangelist and, and, and for altar calls. And uh, he, Brother Hagin was, at, they were at a big meeting and, and, uh, I don't think Brother Hagin was preaching, but he was there at the meeting, and they had an altar call, and so just a few people came up, and then they had him come up. And boy, he just waxed eloquently, and boy, he was, and a whole bunch of people came up. And they went out to dinner um, sometime later, or that day after the uh, service, and they were all sitting around, all these pastors, and somebody says, boy, that was some, sure some altar call that you gave. And he says, if I can't get him, nobody can and the Lord spoke to Brother Hagin. He says, from there, his ministry will go downhill. Don't think you can do something without him. We can do all things with him, but we can't do much of anything without him. Amen? Amen. Let's see. But Kerry said at the last, when, on his deathbed, he said, when I'm gone, say nothing about Dr. Kerry. Speak about Dr. Kerry's God. My servant Moses is dead. Amen. Jesus said this my, in John uh, 4, 34, my meat or my, uh, my food, my meat, my substance, my purpose is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. That's purpose. That's passion. We call it when Christ died, that was his passion. That was the passion. You go to passion plays, that's what it's all about. But here's the, the reality was his passion was to do the will of his father. Amen. Now, uh, over in uh, in Romans or First John three eight, it says, "For this purpose, the Son of Man was manifest, that He might destroy the works of the devil." So, what do we do? How do we get to a place where we can uh, get on with God, get more of God? Well, you know this scripture. I can't leave it out because I, I always use it. Second uh, Timothy chapter one. <laughs> what are we to do? We're to fan into flame. But I like to say, stir up the gift of God that's in you. 
Don't sit back and say, well, that's for somebody else. Say, God, what is it you have for me? Tim Timothy was being intimidated. How many of you know we can be intimidated by religious people and by other people? Don't want to hear that. Well, you know, Jesus didn't have everybody follow him. Where were that other, what was it, 120 were in the upper room, but there were like 500, and some, uh, they left, and he asked his disciples, are you going to leave me too? He said, no, where would we go? You have the words of life. Amen? So we have to have a stir up that gift on the inside of us, encourage ourselves, and begin to say, I'm going to do, run my race with passion. I'm going to run my race with passion. I can have as much of God that I really want. Did you know that? I can, I can have more of him all the time. Here's what David said in Psalm 27. One thing I have desired, to, uh, desired of the Lord that I will seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of, his, of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. To inquire means to keep seeking to know God more and more intimately. This should be our desire in 2023. We just got off a 21-day fast and, and we gave up some things that we're, we're not really going back to, but that isn't the purpose. Purpose is what's God showing you. How's he drawing you nearer to him so you can go on and do what he's called you to do and let 2023 be a greater year of increase for all of us. Amen? You're all pulling the carts. You know that, don't you? <laughs> There's one pastor, but we're all pulling the cart. We're all part of it. We're all to be unified together. And where there's unity, there's great things that happen. So you have to ask the Lord tonight, am I running with passion, Lord? Am I really following hard after you? Let's go quickly. As, uh, I know we're getting short on time. Listen, what, what Psalm 119, I'll read the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> there's only about 150 scriptures. No, it says this in verse 10, we are to seek God with what? Our whole heart. In 34, it says, we are to observe God's word with our whole heart. This is, this is the psalmist writing about the love for the word of God, right? And he's saying in verse 40, uh, uh, long after, uh, we'll long after God's truth with our whole heart. Well, in 58, it says, entreat God's favor with our whole heart. And in 69, verse 69, it says, keep God's precepts or keep God's word with my whole heart. Amen? Amen. And, and verse 145, cry unto the Lord with my whole heart. You know what it means, cry unto the Lord? I think it means cry unto the Lord for others. God, use me. Let other people come to know you. I, I, I venture to say everybody in here has got somebody they want, they're praying for and believing for. Are you done to pray with passion? I say, God, save them, deliver them. Somebody prayed for us. Somebody prayed for us. Romans 12, 12 11, uh, not, lagging, uh, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Now, praise team, you can come up. I won't be done for another five minutes or so. But I want to go out with a song, okay? You got something? I know you do. <laughs> but Pastor Scott said you, you were ready to come up. So, I... so how do we keep the fire burning? <laughs> the, the prophet Jeremiah said there was fire shut up in my heart and shut up in my bones that I not, could not hold it back what was the word of God was shut up in his, in, like a fire shut up in his, his bones well first of all you, you, you stretch yourself beyond your comfort zone 
risk is a choice. Do something. Uh, kind of came, we were talking about revival on Saturday morning, and it came to me as we're standing there, uh, God's probably going to ask you to do something you don't feel comfortable with. Because <laughs> we always go to our comfort zone, right? But get out of that. Do something. Listen to the voice of the Lord. T.S. Eliot said, only those who risk going to the, uh, too far can possibly find out how far one can go. Amen? 2 Corinthians, uh, now i got time. I'm going to read it in the Message Bible. And if I can find it, I, I had it. Where is it at? Oh, there it is. It's uh, 1 Corinthians 9, 24 to 27 in the message. You run with passion. He says, you've all been to the stadium and seen the athletes run. Everyone runs, one wins, run, run to win. All good athletes train hard. They do it for a gold medal that tarnishes and fades. You're after one that's, that's gold eternally. Now, I like this. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm running hard for the finish line. I'm giving it everything I've got. No lazy living for me. I'm staying alert and in top condition. I'm not going to get caught napping, telling everyone else all about it, and then missing out myself. Amen? We don't want to miss out. We want to run with passion. I don't, you know, <laughs> you just don't want to squeak into heaven. You want to get there. Well, some people say, well, I just... Just give me a little old room and it doesn't make any difference what I've got there. No, you're going to wish you had done something. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. You know, if you do that, him only will you serve. Amen. A couple quick, quick things here. Surround yourself with passionate people. Iron sharpens iron as a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Develop a hunger for, for, for the things of God. Amen. Now, Quickly, before we close, must stir yourself for passion. Stir yourself. Say, Lord, am I, am I hollering hard after you and your word? Can't get stirred up with, with, without going to his word. Amen? Passion. <laughs> his word, Jeremiah said this. That's what I said. It's like in his heart, burning in his, burning, you know, shut up in his bones. Then also have a passion for souls. This is what we are, soul-winning church. You can, listen, you can plant seeds all the time. You can give them a little testimony of, of how Jesus, I, you, we should become commonplace. I love the Lord. Don't worry about their woke faces and smiles or what, not smiles, they won't be smiling. But here's what one man said. Some wish to live within sound of church or chapel bell. I want to run a, a rescue shop within a yard of hell. You've heard that before, right? Here's what the great Charles Spurgeon says. If sinners be damned, at least let them leap to hell over our bodies. If they will perish, let them perish with our arms around their knees. Let no one go there un, un, uh, unwarranted and unprayed for. Matthew Henry said, I would think that it's a greater happiness to gain one soul to Christ than mountains of silver and gold to myself. Let's run this, run, this, run this race with passion. Stir yourself tonight. These are not my, these are 
the words that come right out of the Bible. This is what God wants us to do. Here's what the great Hudson Taylor said. I saw him and I sought him. I had him and I wanted him. Do you want him tonight? I pray that you do. I pray that you want him. Stand up with me. Praise the Lord. I pray that you want more of God. The real, the real thing of it is we can have as much of him as we want. He's not withholding any good thing from us. And he's telling us, draw near to me. Draw near. How do you draw near? You begin to read his word and, and talk to him. Well, you know, does he talk to me? Yeah, he will. He'll, he'll speak to you through his word. He, I don't think I've only heard one, one time, maybe two times, audibly. Well, I mean, it's just like, you know. It, it wasn't out here, but it was so loud in here that it felt like it was audible. But he'll, he'll show you things. He'll lead and guide you into all truth. Show you things to come. Tell you what to do. Help you do it. Amen? And you'll be a blessing. We talk about that. Blessed to be a blessing. We, we've got the answer to the world. It's problems. Amen? But if we're not giving it out, we're not running with passion. So we're to run our race with passion. I pray that you would do that tonight. Just, just take a moment. Don't look around. Just thank God tonight that you're going to renew that zeal Amen. and that passion for the things of God. Lord, just say this with me. Lord, I love you. And I want to do what you call me to do. I want to run my race with passion, with zeal. <laughs> May your words stick in my heart. May it be shut up in my heart and burn in my heart like the, like the prophet did. May I speak to others and tell them about the goodness of Jesus Christ. May we not sit back and wait back for somebody else to do what we're called to do. Say that. May I not sit back and wait back to do, for somebody else to do what I'm called to do. In Jesus' name. Now, if you don't know Jesus, I'm assuming everybody here does. But if you don't, I want to pray for you tonight. It'd be the greatest decision you've ever made. It's like, it's the entrance into the kingdom. You can't get started and do something. You know, people say, well, I, I know about God. No, you don't know God until you know Jesus Christ. So if you don't know Jesus tonight, this would be the perfect time. Perfect time. You could say, <laughs> on February 1st, on that Wednesday night, I gave my heart to Christ. Amen. Amen. And I, I would tell you this, too. Bring it to remembrance often when you did it. Amen. When you did it. Make it real to you. I mean, I don't want to start talking about it because I'll. <laughs> Jesus is real. I pray that you make him real in your life. Amen? Amen. Amen. If that's you, come up afterwards. And I'll pray with you. Listen, otherwise, go back and have fun back in the youth room and talk some more and enjoy each other's company. Fellowship. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.